Hey, what's going on? This is Aaron Dunn. You're listening to the Strong Calm Podcast. Calm, C-O-M. That's the root word for together or in common for strong community, for strong communication. That's what this podcast is about. So you can uh, grow your company, your movement, your thing. Um, Today, we're going to talk about communication and as that relates to hip hop how that relates to on the mic i'm uh on the mic with the one the only my friend dj cicero what's going on chris what is up aaron yes dj cicero in the building man thanks for having me yeah not a problem man um i'm glad we get to uh kind of chop it up today uh i haven't had a guest on a podcast in a while so um we we're just uh (laughs) we're in innovation pipeline here in downtown tyler if you're a local uh he's a local dj uh you Tell, tell me, tell the world, tell everybody uh, where you're at most of the time. Uh, well, I mean, I'm a DJ, so I'm kind of all over the place. I have a studio at my house as well, but um, you know, obviously, when I'm DJing, I'm anywhere, all over East Texas, doing events. Um, I produce as well, but most of that is also in house. And uh, like I was saying, this place is just really cool, man. I didn't know this was. I mean, I'd heard about this uh, innovation pipeline, but I hadn't been here. So this is a really cool thing in Tyler, uh, you know, where you can come in and, and do different projects, podcast game. This is, uh, this is really dope, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoy it over here. So we're going to, we, we got plenty to talk about because it's, uh, this is a year end wrap up. 2018 is about done. Yes. Yes. So uh, I think you've got, um, but okay. So I'm going to, I want to kick it off real quick because I want to give you a shout out. You've got, some of the best Spotify playlists right, in the yeah. game. Oh, well, uh, thank you, sir. I'm just getting going with it. This is my first year, but um, I love music like you do and I uh, love Spotify as well. So I just started doing some uh, playlists. I do one every month. It's called the Cicero List. So if you're on Spotify, you just search Cicero List, C-I-C-E-R-O list and uh, you can find one i do one every month it's uh what i've been listening to new music some of its old music just stuff i've come across when i'm sampling uh you know doing production making beats as well and uh it's really fun at first i was just doing it as a way to i guess communicate or get my music out there or not my music but my taste of music out to other people but i ended up finding out i really enjoy just kind of compiling it's like a, I don't know, like a little autobiography of myself throughout the year. Like I kind of go back and listen to the playlist and I'm like, oh yeah, I had this going on when I was listening to this track or I remember I was doing this and I went to the grocery store and I heard this, you know, so it's just kind of, I kind of can relive the entire year through those songs in the playlist. So, uh, it's dope for me, but it's also, you know, for everybody else too, also to find some new music. Yeah. So. Yeah. You put, definitely put me on to some stuff and then like, I, I liked how you put some stuff that was, uh, older. I was like, oh, I haven't listened to that track in a while. So, right. Right. Um, how many minutes did you have on your spotify how many minutes i don't know i haven't even done that thing the thing where you check the thing you gotta do the thing i haven't done that so (laughs) i did i did the like personal one but uh i need to check that out and i mean i just opened up my spotify artist page here towards the end of the year so i'm hoping to start putting the more original music on there and then i will hopefully have some more minutes but (laughs) right uh right now yeah i need to check i don't know if you can check that for playlists but i I need to look into it and see hopefully yeah that would be interesting to see what what, what the playlists say um so we're gonna jump into honorable mentions. Uh, uh, we, we've we've got we've got some year end lists. Uh, Chris and I have put together a, a list of our top five favorite right. uh, rap albums of the year, hip hop mm-hmm. albums of the mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. Um, projects or albums, even a thing. That's another conversation we could have. Right. Uh, 
honorable mentions of just stuff that didn't really make our, our personal cut. We're going to do a, a Grammy, uh, a Grammy pick who should win and who will win. Um, but before we get to that, I do want to touch on one more thing that's local. So if you're in Tyler listening to this, uh, you can, you can, uh, check Cicero out at the, the foundation is what it's called. Yes. Um, tell us about the foundation. All right, man. The foundation is, uh, it's really just a group of like-minded, uh, music lovers locally i mean it's mostly based in hip-hop but obviously we like all types of music um we got it going a while back probably about in uh 2013 2013 something like that and uh started doing some shows uh took a little break with it but we're trying to bring it back uh we just promote uh hip-hop through music and art so uh we've had two shows this year they've both been at clicks live uh we brought out some uh local hip-hop acts uh we brought in a guy at dallas he's originally from henderson but really doing big things up there named shush mcgee he headlined our last one and the one we just had here on december 7th we had uh this crew local crew rose mob they're really dope uh, a guy named jd as well as uh 3c flight so uh it's really dope we're just trying to promote local artists because like i said i dj but i also produce and you know back in the day rapped a little bit hey so uh you know <laughs> i didn't but, know that yeah so you know i just always want to help other artists that are getting going or just you know give them an outlet to perform to get their music out there to practice um you know because we're kind of in that generation now where it's kind of all about just recording and you know soundclouding it and instagramming it and you know really performance in my mind is still that's where you gain your biggest fan base and where people can see you, hear you, feel your energy live. So we're just trying to help local artists around here get their music out there. So That's true. Foundation. You can check us out. We've got Instagram. Uh, It's just the Foundation 903. And uh, it's the same for everything. Uh, Our Facebook, you can find us through that. Uh, I think Twitter, though, is just the Foundation. Our Foundation 903. It's no D, but just search the Foundation 903 on whatever social media you use and uh, you can link up with us, see what we got going on next. Right on. Um, man, that's great. Uh, oh, man. I lost my train of thought because I'm thinking about too many things, but right. uh, it'll, it'll, it'll come to me. Oh, oh, okay. So if you're listening to this and you've got a SoundCloud account or maybe even if you don't, check out Cicero's Quarters Project. What's your SoundCloud? Yes. Uh, that is just Cicero Mode, I believe. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, I think, you I think you're right. But, um, I mean, that's where you can find me on all social media is uh, Cicero Mode, just at C-I-C-E-R-O. M-O-D-E, Cicero Mode. And that'll link you to all that, all my new music. Uh, just got the Spotify up, so I'm looking forward to putting some new music up there. But I've got the SoundCloud and uh, the Bandcamp. So those Chris, are quarters instrumental production projects of mine. So, yep. He's got the chops. He's thank got you, thank the you, chops. Um, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, I actually, are you going to put, are you, are you going to uh, give me one of those? Give me oh, a track yeah, or two yeah, for yeah. I brought some. I brought a few beats, man. Some some oldies, okay. some some new stuff I'm working on. So okay, so maybe we'll, you'll be hearing some of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll put that somewhere in the mix in this uh, in this during the conversation. Maybe an interlude. Maybe we, here we go. That's what we're gonna do. So All right. Right, uh, sounds th- good. This is one of his beats. <laughs> <laughs> here it is.
so uh, we're gonna get into honorable mentions. These are the uh, the the albums that we listened to that we liked, but didn't make our top five favorite cut. So um, how did okay? Before we get to the honorable mentions, though, I do I was curious about how you made your cut. Right. So so for me, it was albums that I felt w- had staying power that I personally enjoyed that I thought that I would come back to like next year that right. I, I'm going to check out again and keep listening to. Right, right. Um, but also had like cultural significance or like uh, maybe not like for the nation or what have you, but like really grasp hip hop mm-hmm. um, as I see it as a good, you know, uh, what, what I see is great hip hop, a great right. contribution to hip hop music. Right. That, that right. was kind of my personal critique. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah. Mine's kind of similar. Um, like you said, I mean, uh, one of the big things for mine is, was replay value, obviously, uh, just, you know, I like to be able to know I'm going to come back and listen to that. So if it's an album that might've been really good, but I I don't ever find myself in the mood to listen to it again, you know, Mm -hmm. it might not make it, but if it's something I want to go back and listen to again, or, or if I go back and listen to it and, you know, I find some new gems in there, get some new, you know, lyrics some new production stuff. Um, you know, that's kind of what one thing I rated it on. Also, um, like I said, since I'm a producer beats production is always a big thing for me. Yeah. Um, so I put that in there. Also, obviously, lyric, lyrics, lyricism. Uh, you know, I, it's still hip hop. You know, I know we're in a different era, but I still like to hear some people yeah. be able to put some dope lyrics down. So yeah. uh, that's that, a big factor for me too, as right. a as a writer. So yeah, that came into there, and then I think I had one more. What was it? I'm trying to think on it. Oh, like you said, kind of um, social significance, or, or just you know how it kind of reflects where we're at right now in, in the hip hop landscape. So Bet. Uh, pretty pretty similar, I think. On that, right so, on. so uh, I'm gonna go first on my, and I'm just this is out of grab bag, uh, no no formal list, but I'm gonna I put honorable mention J Cole KOD. Okay, okay. Uh, it didn't make my top, but I mean, it's a great project. J Cole has grown on me in a while, like o- over time. Oh, okay. His yeah. last one for what was it called? For your eyes only, or something like that. Right, right. His last album was my favorite of his. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I don't know. I liked uh, the other one where he's sitting on the rooftop. What is yeah, that? Yeah, Four Seals, Four Seals Drive. Yeah, 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 that was dope too. That was really dope. I mean, J Cole's dope. Uh, Kod though, talking about cultural uh, significance and all that, like it came out of nowhere too, with kind of the somewhat surprise drop. Right. So, uh, but. It's not something that I'm going to come back to like over and over again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, I put J Cole, I listened to him once. I like listening to him, but then it's just it, he never gets back into my rotation. Right, I got you. Uh, well, since we're on that one, I can go ahead and say I put that in mind as well. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, kind of the same. I mean, I've always liked J Cole just coming up. Um, because you know he was kind of when he first came in he was kind of just a straight lyric lyricist you know mm-hmm. straight spitter uh you know not a lot of gimmicks and i mean some people i remember early on a lot of people said he was boring because of that they're like ah j cole he's boring you know so but i still like you know uh his lyricism his storytelling force hill drive to me is was an excellent album um that's one i, I revisit a lot um the two after that they've been okay i still like kod because uh kind of the social like you said the social aspect of it talking about you know kids and drug abuse and in the one song that again i don't revisit it but it's just really vivid to me was where i guess he was talking about his mom and coming home and she's she's kind of yeah. drunk and how she's kind of going through the stuff with her and, her and his dad i mean that was a really vivid dope song um 
so I like that. I like kind of how he reached out to the kids in the production and the uh, way he was rhyming, but mm-hmm. didn't make it all the way to the top. But J. Cole's still dope. You pick one. What, what has he got on there? Uh, next, uh, we're going to go to the homie that passed away, Mac Miller, Swimming. It's on there. Um, threw that in. I mean, I've always liked Mac. I, early on, you know, he kind of was the party rapper, uh, you know, just kind of not really a gimmicky guy, but, um, you know, just, I mean, he was young, so you can't fault him for that. He's young. He was having fun. But as he's grown, I mean, this dude became a really dope producer, uh, songwriter, arranger um, of music. And, uh, you know, it's really unfortunate that he passed away too soon. But uh, Swimming is a dope project. I mean, it's it's kind of in that same vein where it's he, he raps quite a bit, but there's a lot of melodies, a lot of singing on there, too. Mm-hmm. So it can kind of fit in the hip hop, but it's kind of just a dope album to me. Um Probably one of my favorite tracks on there is Hurt Feelings, which J. Cole produced, um, the second one on there. And, um, you know, Mac is just a dope guy. Um, you can see the growth. The instrumentation on that album is really dope as well. So, unfortunately, he passed away, but that made him my honorable mentions. Yeah, man. Uh, it's in there for me, too. Mac, I, I never really listened to after I graduated. Like, like he popped off when I was in high school. We are like, the same age. Right, okay. So, and you were, like, right in that right thing. Right in there. With it. Yeah. yeah. And, but then... Um, you know, as I got older, I fell out like uh, good AM. Right. Like he was going like it just he's I stopped relating with all of his subject matter and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always give him a spin just because I felt like I grew up with the dude, you know. Right. Right. So uh, but his progression. Yeah. Was was really good. It just didn't. It's not something I revisit all the time. Mm-hmm. But that guy can make a mood for sure. Uh one one that hit my honorable mention is uh, Eminem Kamikaze. Ah, okay, right on. I'll I mean, I'm not a big Eminem fan. Yep. Um, at all, really. <laughs> but especially his last out, or what is what was the other one before it? Uh, oh, I don't know what the American flag covers. Face palm. Yeah, like he, he <laughs> represented what the album yeah, exactly. did pretty much. <laughs> this is the greatest. It's like damn. But it, yeah, I feel you. Point. It, like that's my point. Mm-hmm. You know, and then kamikaze he came with the quickness right you know relatively speaking yeah and it was way better what everybody wanted but it just confirms the fact that eminem can only rap really well and put up like a great project when he's angry right yeah he he needs that chip on his shoulder for sure dude but i appreciated the project because nobody expected it right everybody wanted it right and i mean it just it was just a really cool thing to have happened yeah so i felt like he's getting you know the slander from probably plenty of lists he's not ever he's not making it Mm -hmm. on on those but i did want to give him an honorable mention right yeah i didn't put him on mine but i mean like you said i think just the i guess the buzzworthiness of the album because i mean it came out of nowhere a lot of people were talking about it obviously the whole mgk stuff came out of that um so i mean it you know it was on a lot of people's tongues i don't know how many lists it'll make but i mean yeah when he when he wants to spit he can spit you know i think it's just he gets i I don't know if it's him or the label or or what where he's like i gotta make these songs with these hooks like that one before that you know the beyonce too many pop records man right yeah he gets in that vein where he's like i gotta you know make these poppy songs i'm like man just spit and uh so he did that i mean i like eminem i kind of talking about growing up with a guy that's a guy that was coming up when i was you know kind of getting towards the end of high school too and just watched him you know rocket to the top so i still respect him a lot of dope uh rhymes on there this one reminded me of uh what was it Marshall Mathers LP2 where he just kind of came back and was yep. just like I'm just I'm spitting and I mean when he's doing it it's it's a lot it's a lot to take in a lot to digest but it's it's always he's at the top of his game just spitting man so right right uh you got another one it's me it's me um 
We'll go to Sir Travis Scott, Astro World. Yeah, this is this this is I think a lot of people's in top five for yeah, sure. For sure, I bet so. So you just got a lot of flack, right? Yeah, I did. I caught some flack, but uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, the my thing with it is, uh, you know, once again, I produce so. Production-wise, I mean, I don't think many people are touching him. For where You're right. the sound of production is right now, I mean, uh-oh. I tapped the table. It says, if you don't tap the table. Not my sign. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the sound of production, what he what he's done and, and where he's grown to, I mean, a lot of these younger producers and a lot of these artists, I mean, they're, he's kind of their dad. I would say Kanye's his dad. We'll get into that later, I guess. But, <laughs> right. um, but you know, their sound he he perfected it i think and so i gotta give him love i gotta show him love for that a lot of dope production on here um a lot of just you know out of this world trippy sounds a lot of things that i mean just from a production standpoint where i'm just in my head like man i wonder how he even made that baseline sound like that or distorted this to do that so i like that aspect of it but when it comes to the lyrics and the i just i can't do it i mean it's just right samey over and over again so I don't revisit the album that much unless I'm just listening for production because, I mean, lyrically, it's just, you know, whatever. Outside of the ad-lib, the straight up. I like the straight up. Let's yeah. go. But besides it's, that, I don't get anything lyrically from it. Uh, yeah, I, I can, yeah, yeah. It times two for me on that. Uh, it's it's an incredible album just sonically. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put, he put a bunch of time into it, but exactly the same kind of uh, justification of why it didn't make my top five. It's just, you know. That's all that I'm listening to it for. Um, I'm putting uh, Big Crit in honorable mentions because the dude's on a tear recently, and I just want people to I want to put people onto that that are unaware. Yeah. He 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 put out Thrice, then he put out Double Down, so it was a three track EP, and then Double Down, which is like two two more tracks, right. and then uh, today he put out Trifecta. Right, so, I saw that. I didn't even listen to it. You check it out? I checked out uh, two of the tracks, or mm-hmm. yeah, I listened to. Yeah, two of the tracks. And, I mean, that's eight tracks. Right. You know what I mean? And, I mean, yes. I guess in these days, it's almost, it's that's pretty an well yeah. an album. Right. And then, you know, who knows, he might come out with two more or three more the week before Christmas mm-hmm. at this rate. But uh, I think it's dope because I like how people are doing, you know, you got to do something different uh with your releases so i respect them for that and they're all solid and all eight tracks are solid there's no filler there you Mm -hmm. know because you don't have any choice so i wanted to put that up there yeah crit is dope man i definitely highly respect that guy um production wise being a producer rapper that he is uh i'm i was going back through and i had to remember if that his last album made it at the beginning of the year but it was last year i did say and i mean if it if you know, if it was, I was still thinking about it. I'm going to put it in here anyway because, I mean, that was a really dope project. But, yeah, I like, like you said, how he's doing this release with these kind of short short hits coming up. And, like I said, I didn't even check out the new one because it just dropped today. So that's what's up. Uh, next for me, Jericho Jackson. Uh, it's the group I don't know name. Who that is. Okay, it's it's the group name, but it's uh, two artists. It's the producer Crisis. Uh, he came up. He's out of North Carolina. Worked a lot with Night Wonder, the Justice We Justice League out there. If anybody's familiar with them, uh, I'm always a big Ninth fan. Justice League is really dope. Uh, kind of collective out that way. So he's a dope producer, and uh, the rapper is Elzai, who's in Slum Village. And I mean, he's he's one of the top lyricists in the game. So I mean, they're both kind of underground, and they made kind of this you know collaborative group name artist. Uh, project but it's really dope I mean if you like traditional hip hop boom bap with straight lyrics I'd say check it out Jericho Jackson it's really dope 
Right on. I'm, I'm definitely going to put that on my rotation. Um, in the interest of time, I'm going to shorten my honorable mention because I got a few more, but right. I'm going to put, uh, man, we can talk, we can talk Metro Boomin. Metro Boomin. I, I, I put that on there just because I like his production style. Mm-hmm. He. Talking about dude making sons. Right. Like yeah. that guy. Yeah, him and um, Travis, man. That's pretty much it, I think. And uh, I don't know. It was a dope project. It's not something I'm going to come back to a lot. Right. But I like the way you can tell that dude's meticulous with right. Right. with the way he creates atmospheres. It's real cinematic. So I just mm-hmm. shout out to, to that project. I think it was dope. Yeah, he's, he's grown. I, I gave it maybe one or two listens. I haven't gone back to it that much. But, yeah, Metro's grown. Speaking of releases, too, is that I liked how he played the game. Like, you know, they're all playing the streaming game. Right. Um. He he came out with the album, and then it was like just a few days later, he came out with all the tracks as instrumentals. Yeah. And I yeah. thought that was dope. I was, yeah. I've been waiting for mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. these producers to make instrumental. More that. You know? Yeah, it usually takes a long, like, I mean, you know, like a year, two years later, or just yeah. if something's really good a project. So, I mean, that, that's smart, and I'm sure now he's confident enough where he doesn't mind throwing instrumentals out there and, right. you know, people running around with him because they'll know it's him at this point. So, uh, but yeah, Metro Boomin is dope. Uh, I like how his growth, too. I mean, he samples a lot more these days instead of just kind of the straight trap sound. So, shout out to Metro. All right. You got any any, any others? Uh, since we're on producers, I'll just do my last two because they're just kind of producer albums, um, which, I mean, I don't even know where they fall into it. They're just what I've been jamming on Spotify, producers I really like this year. Uh doing another album titled Swimming. It's a producer named Swum. Uh, He's kind of a lo-fi producer, but uh, just really dope, chill, mellow beats, uh, a lot of dope samples. And then another guy is DJ Grumble. Uh, He had a project called Freestyle Tools Infinity. If you get that, run it fast, Freestyle Tools Infinity. It's kind of the Toy Story thing. But anyway, uh, yeah, he's real dope as well, kind of kind of boom bap producer as well just uh that's a sound i always like so uh go back to those guys if you're in the lo-fi hip-hop or uh you know just more traditional sound uh check out swarm check out dj grumble dope um uh, let's see did you check out tiara wax album Mm-mm. i miss that one man it, it's it's interesting that, that this is just kind of uh tiara wax she's a new artist uh she came out with a 15 track 15 minute like EP mm-hmm. and she put them all on Instagram. So each track is a minute long huh. has, has like a, its own video or whatever. It's an interesting, like just one, another one of those like interesting projects. Right. Uh, I, I gave it a, a listen today, but, um, yeah, that's all, that's really all my, all my picks. Um, here's another beat from Cicero and then we're going to get into our top fives. Yep. Thank you. 
King. Cicero. What is your first pick? All right. Uh, oh, yeah. Or maybe not number one, but. Right. Yeah, I was going to preface. I didn't really put them in, like, order. You know, I just did, like, these are the five, you know. So uh, nobody get mad if theirs isn't the first one or the last one, whatever. You know, I just kind of put in the top five overall, uh, no particular order. Uh, first one I will do is Vince Staples, FM. Uh Vince is an artist. I mean, I've always liked, uh, I guess, his voice just in general, his his rap voice. Uh, he's really funny. He has a lot of funny interviews, too. So that voice. But just his rap style, uh, he can do kind of the the slow, the slow flow. Uh, he can speed it up. He's got kind of that high pitched. It's real distinctive. I like mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of distinctive voices um, and nobody really sounds like him out there. Uh, but this FM project, one reason I like it is I'm a sucker for concept albums. Uh, I got that down here in my little notes. But uh, it's easy to tell if you've listened to it. Um, it's a loose concept. It's not as, as heavy on the concept as some other albums in the past. But pretty much each track goes through. But it's all kind of um, hosted by Big Boy from the neighborhood, the radio host out in L.A. So it's all kind of put in this aspect of tracks are introduced and uh, interludes and segues with just the old school FM radio style. So, you know, they've got Big Boy in there doing his thing, his co-host. And it's just it kind of takes you back to when everybody's listening to the radio. It's crazy. Which is, you know, something nobody really does anymore. So I thought that was really cool. Um, And then besides that, I mean, the beats production wise, it's 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 interesting. I mean, between Vince, Vince's rapping and the beats, I get. The production is really dark, but at the same time, it's got that kind of West Coast bounce to it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you'll find yourself just kind of like the first two listens, you're just kind of vibing out, uh, and, you know, nodding your head to it. But then if you listen to the beats again, or at least myself, I'm like, man, there's some like ominous dark undertones in the beats. And then if the same thing with his lyrics, if you're yeah. just listening to the events, you just ride his cadences and just kind of, you know, the rhythm of his voice. You're just kind of, you know, vibing out, chilling out, having a good time. You go back again and listen to what he's talking about. And I mean, it's, you know, he's getting into some pretty uh, deep subjects. I mean, the guy's from Long Beach, so he's got a lot of, you know, gang banging in there, violence, uh, you know, being young and just crazy, doing a lot of crazy stuff. So the the lyrics themselves are, are very dark and negative and, you know, a lot of a lot of shooting and don't get chipped and these type of different things. But I mean, you could just vibe out and ride to it uh, like the opener track feels like summer. I mean, you can just vibe out and, you know, have a good summer day to it. But then you go back in it and uh, it's just levels, levels to the album, yeah. uh, concept album, something I really like. The tracks I like, I got feels like summer, the opener. With Ty Dolla Sign, who always kills it on his features, uh, Outside is the kind of segue track on there. Uh, fun, no bleeding and tweaking with my girl Kaylani on there. Shout out Kaylani. Uh, but uh, really dope project overall, and also the features. All the features. I mean, Kaylani's kind of featured on a song, but everybody else is kind of mixed in. Your boy Earl Sweatshirts in there on an interlude. Tiger's in there on like a. I don't know, like a faux song. I don't know if it's a real song or not. It seems kind of funny, like a yeah. joke, a joke song. And it's just cool how he, uh, you know, added in the features and just overall a dope concept album. Vince Staples, FM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it made my honorable mentions. Uh, that's the one I didn't mention because I knew you bring it up. But uh, it's a dope album. It's a it's a it's a fun listen. It keeps you like engaged all the way through. I really enjoy what he did with it. I liked his old his his last one too. Uh, Big Fish Theory, is what yeah, it? Big Fish but, Theory. But this one really, he's he's, uh, it's everything you like about Vince mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on on like a plus. You know what I mean? Right on all cylinders. So it, yeah, it's a really dope project. Um, 
Speaking of Earl Sweatshirt, I'll just throw my my first one from my top five. Same same token. I could right. interchange these all day. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt just came out with uh, some rap songs. Yep. And uh, it, it's good that you know. Speaking of Vince, they they kind of grew up in the same. They popped off in the same. Right. Uh, right. Odd Future kind of. I don't know if Vince was really in our future or whatever, but no, nah, I think he was kind of like a honorary side member or something. I don't know. He just right. hung out with him. I think I've seen some interviews with uh, with him where he just says like he was just hanging with Earl really, and uh, you know that was his homeboy, and he was kind of mixed in there. But I mean, that's how I discovered Vince was through uh, what's that Earl Sweatshirt song off of that one album. Um, I have to look it up, but keep going, keep going. Yeah, yeah. So Earl Sweatshirt, I mean, the mysterious Earl Sweatshirt. This dude's been, I mean, he's an incredible lyricist, been an incredible lyricist since he came out, like uh, since he came on the scene. Um, you know, he he he's had some darker albums. I mean, he, he's usually a pretty like dark kind of <laughs> dude, but um, I still enjoy how he his cadences are always fresh. Mm-hmm. He always picks some unique production but uh this album in particular uh you know i'm a writer a poet and all that so i pay attention to how people twist words how people uh come through with 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 how they write about certain subjects right and his wordplay is like on point i really love the production on the album because yeah, it, yeah. it's it's unique it's it forces you to listen to what he's saying or you're gonna miss the whole thing mm-hmm, it's not mm-hmm. as um it you know, it's not a radio record. It's no, not a pop no. record. It's not made for the charts. Right. And I I respect that for, you know, I mean, he, he doesn't care. He just does what he knows what he needs to do. Right. So as a, you know, fellow poet and appreciator of hip hop music, I mean, it's, it's a really great kind of somewhat experimental, but really deeply rooted hip hop album. Yeah. It, yeah. it's really for hip hop heads mm-hmm. and and people who love lyricists. So that's definitely a a, a dope uh dope record and my yeah. top five I want to come back to just to to piece it all out. Right. Because he, he definitely goes deep with everything that he does. Yeah, shout out to Earl. I mean that came out pretty pretty, you know, recently, so I haven't been able to dive into it as many listens as I wanted to. Right. But yeah, Earl's always dope. Oh, that song is Hive off of Doris. Yeah. And that's really dope. I mean dark, I mean song, but that's how I, you know, got into Vince Staples. But also Earl, yeah, always has dope. Uh lyricism. It's different. Uh, but you know, like you said, it, it nobody else really does it like him, and yeah. he really doesn't care about you know the yeah. format. And or this one, this one, he actually doesn't sound. I mean, it's happy. You know, it's not like Earl's a happy dude, no. but this is the most like in yeah. the light kind of album. Yeah, he's, that it he's seems like he's in, a, he's in a better place. And I yeah. think years, a few years back, I mean, I think his dad passed away maybe one or two years ago. Yeah, so he was going through a lot of that. But uh, yeah, I mean, the listens I gave it, I, I liked it, I enjoyed it. I just like you said, from the lyrical standpoint, you really gotta you gotta get in there and study the man. So I gotta give it a few more listens. But uh, shout out to Earl. What's your next? Uh, next up, uh, let's go with. Daytona, Pusha T. Oh, you know. Yeah, we both, I think, already got that. <laughs> we're going to have some overlap. So, um, but, you know, the man Pusha, man, back with it. Uh, you know, I, I've been, I mean, I guess starting off, I was always a big Neptunes fan uh, growing up. And, you know, first getting into production and computer-based production, uh, Neptunes were, you know, the top killing it, you know, in the um, early 2000s, mid, I mean, all the way through. Grinding, of course. So, yeah, it was next. I mean, from them, then Eclipse was kind of their first little group. Uh, everybody was banging on the tables to grinding. That's and um, so, you know, since then, I've been a fan of uh, the Eclipse and Pusha T. I mean, he's progressed, kept it going. 
jumped over to uh, Good Music and, you know, done good things over there. You know, some great stuff on uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. The last two albums are, let's see, My Name is My Name. Mm-hmm. I-, I got into it, but I didn't I didn't vibe with it too much. I mean, but um, I really like what he came back with on Daytona. It's, it's cut down seven tracks, uh, you know, obviously in this big, June Kanye rollout or good music rollout, whatever you want to call it. But I mean, with Pusha, uh, he kind of reminds me of Big Crit. We were talking about him earlier in that he's unapologetic about the kind of music he makes. Like Big Crit just makes Southern Southern hip hop. You know, he's, he doesn't have to switch right. over and make pop records or and he could, but he doesn't. Same thing with Pusher, man. I mean, he's going to spit his, you know, his dope boy rap uh, lyrics, trap house stuff, or not really trap because he's made so much money. He doesn't have to stay in the trap now. So, but, you know, it's all about, you know, obviously the Coke game and where he came from or how that ties back into where he is now. Luxury and so, drug rap. That's, a, that's his, yeah, yeah. I got luxury down here yeah. as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he, he does it, I mean, better than anybody in the game. I guess I guess he could maybe put Rick Ross up there, but he's a better a lyricist to me, obviously. Um, always great wordplay um, so streamlined it just makes it better you can go back to the few songs and, and hear so many of his different uh, metaphors and things he talks about uh, throwing in Zatarans I've never heard anybody say Zatarans in a, in a <laughs> rap song you know so he just always has great uh, lyricism production Kanye came through with it on this man a um, lot of dope samples um you know just really and again just streamlined back to kind of i mean not the old kanye everybody not that kanye oh. but still just you know back to the to the soul samples and the digging i've heard some crazy stories from interviews about them getting all these buying all these records and he goes in the room for two days and comes out and you know it's got one track out of all that but um whatever they did it worked out to me uh like we were talking about also kind of on our uh categories our prerequisites impact obviously the impact of this album was huge took over for the year um for good or bad you know for some people because they like the music but also because of obviously the infrared track which led into the drake beef and the back and the fourth and i mean it's still continuing on i guess now um you know between their diss tracks uh but i mean that it was you know the biggest talked about thing probably throughout the year so yeah. when it dropped because i mean he dropped and then the drake was a little bit after that but it was just you know back and forth um you know obviously one i'm gonna go, go ahead and spoil it only one of those two is on my top five so you know who i'm taking in the in the whole beef thing um <laughs> but uh yeah so yeah man i mean it's just a great impact uh streamlined dope hip-hop straight hip-hop you know not a lot of gimmicks not a lot of fillers uh the tracks i liked on there if you know you know games we play and come back baby so push a t dope yeah i mean it's on my it's on my list too i knew it would be from like from the jump of just even starting this uh the whole impact of it the whole run was was cool but it's got extreme staying power just right because of how I, I think Kanye did his thing on it. Yep. Um, it was refreshing to hear some some beats. They were minimal. Mm-hmm. They had like a, a each one seven tracks that were put together in in a great way to where they're cohesive. Right. But they were all unique. I mean, there's like a Christmas sample in there. Right. Like a Christmas song sample in there. I mean, they all sound like they they've all got that nice that that mood to them though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all dope. Um. They're all fast, no intros and all that. So it just comes at you so quick and 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 hard. I mean, it's like you know, 
it, it it's dope it's dope the whole concept of it you know daytona is the daytona uh the watch and right. all, all that so um the luxury of time is what he what he was saying he's that right. he can put out whenever he wants um so like the storytelling within each track was dope mm-hmm. but then the storytelling on top of everything else was dope right and then the whole like back and forth of everything the meme the drake meme oh, uh, and all yeah. that like it was just everything added up and like it was just what was that i guess that was like three weeks i guess between whatever the the uh-huh. album then the drake disc and the yeah the added don thing right it was just like that's i mean i don't know maybe it was just me but i mean that's all it was like you just go on twitter and that's what everybody's talking about it was it which took track, over you know just took over and i mean i think for a good reason um both yeah. of them came through and did their thing on it but uh but yeah so i, I love how daytona has its feet in, in both places like like it, it has staying power just music mm-hmm. all drama uh, like aside right because a lot of people are trying to like make their music pop just because of the drama like yeah. like the the only thing you're really paying attention to is the drama around stuff like the six nine and all that kind of stuff right right and you know it's it's going to be here today and gone tomorrow mm-hmm. this we can forget about the story adding on track like all that kind of stuff yeah and the and these seven tracks will will stay yeah um well, i'm coming back to uh whatchamacallit games we play quite a bit because that sample is ridiculous mm-hmm. to me man just it's real simple but yeah so yeah, I'm gonna be coming back to the album, so that's why I got it in mind too, man. For sure. Uh Nipsey Hustle, Victory Lab. Mr. Hustle. So this was way hyped. This this album yeah. was way hyped. The yeah. rollout for this was it feels like it's been like it was like it was like six months long. Like Well, I mean, this just the album from him in general has been I mean, I don't know how many years, but it seems like, you know, Nipsey's coming Nipsey's coming you know, exactly. every year so it's been just building up yeah yeah so uh, I was in, it was highly anticipated and then when it came out I was I was like okay it's finally here and it's a it's like a slower album in terms of uh, sonically like mm-hmm. it, how it rolls out and everything to me um, but it goes pretty hard and when I in any time I would come back to it, like I would be doing, like uh, I'd be working out or whatever. There you go. It's a it's a stellar workout album. Right. Uh, it's a great hustle out. Like it's just a motivational kind of anthemic type of album. Mm-hmm. Um, Nipsey did his thing on it. I think it's got strong staying power. And as much as it's, um, you know, I feel like this type of album isn't like we're it, it's it's the last of its kind in my opinion to right. where like it's very uh produced in terms of like yeah big. okay it's got this you know this track it's got this track it's gonna uh, have this producers. single yeah, yeah it's yeah. gonna have uh this single it's gonna have this type you know for this audience it's, it's really like produced there's a lot of production value behind it mm-hmm. but i don't think that it takes away from it right um so to me, like especially in the context of like you know the the astral worlds and you know the surprise drops and all these other like KOD like all these other type of records that that we they're really unique. We haven't heard this type of record before. Right, right. Uh, it's traditional kind of. It's a very traditional yeah. type of album, which I appreciate, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think he I think he did well. I'll come back to it just for uh, you know quite a few tracks and just the whole. Um, 
I don't know, the, the narrative of Nizia Hustle is pretty interesting to me. So I'm interested to see where he goes as a career. Right. Um, he's in his own lane in a really, really heavy way. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't do a lot of features and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if he ever will, but right. uh, I, I wanted to put it on there because uh, I'll come back to it. And um, I, I think it's a it's a good it's a good album. Right. Yeah. I mean, as far as Nipsey, I, I'm like I said, I just bit, I always, you know, hear a lot about it, man. He's coming. I mean, he's really dope. So I, I never got into him a lot. But, um, you know, the rollout for this album was huge. Everybody was talking about it. So on my, you know, I got through it, you know, the first couple of times. And I was like, that's pretty dope. But the one track I come back to a lot is the Hustle and Motivate. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably one of my top tracks of the year. Um, just that track. I mean, I like how they flipped the, uh, the Hard Knock Life sample. Um, it's the same one that, you know, Jay used. But just... I mean, like you said, it's it's just more traditional. It's it's refreshing. It's weird. That's where we're at now. We're like, <laughs> the way things used to be is like, oh, it's good to hear. Like you know, but yeah, it's kind of a traditional rollout. Different producers, the way he did it. So I, I like that album as well. Hustle and motivate. It's one of my favorite tracks of the year. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I also liked uh, last time that I checked. Right. It's just got a good hook. You know, it got a good hook on it. Um, dedication is good mm-hmm. with Kendrick. Uh, grinding all my life so like you know a lot of these just hustling songs like right. you know so um, it, it's got some good replay value on those that's what's up alright my next uh, let's see who I got next here okay uh, I'm gonna go with Fonte no news is good news alright and Fonte I know for some people probably is a lesser known uh, artist uh, again I'm always a big I've always been a big Night Wonder fan the producer and uh, he this guy came up with Ninth Wonder. They had a group called Little Brother in North Carolina that uh, Ninth worked pretty much exclusively with, exclusively with them right after the Black Album. I mean, he was doing it before the Black Album, before he got his big break on the on the Jay-Z uh, Black Album. But uh, Little Brother was always a dope group, man. And Fonte, I mean, he's an elite lyricist. But the thing was, he could also sing really well. So... Um, he did another project with uh, another producer I really respect named Nicolay out of the Netherlands. They did it all through the internet. I'm just kind of going off on my my right. thing here, but but anyway, they did an album called The Foreign Exchange. It's really dope. One of my top albums of all time. So check that out. Foreign Exchange is Fonte with the raps and Nicolay producing it. They did it all through email. I didn't um, make that connection. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So Foreign Exchange. Um, so the first album of that was a lot of raps, but then after that. Uh, the Foreign Exchange went more into R&B and kind of soul. And I mean, like I said, Fonte can sing uh, really well. So, you know, obviously that kind of as the, as the time changed, I think that was going better for him. So they focused on that. Little Brother took a back seat and then they kind of got defunct. They hadn't been doing anything. They did a show, though, this year, like a reunion show. So Fonte had been focusing on that. Everybody that knows what this guy can do on the mic had been, you know, asking for a hip hop album and he delivered with this uh this one no news is good news really dope i mean fonte still i think is one of the elite lyricists in the game when he wants to do it so he brought it with it um he's got some really dope tracks on here um i like to call him kind of like the simile king man he's really good with uh similes uh he's got a line on there about um Gosh, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but he's just saying like I move, I move in silence like T.L. Salamanca from Breaking Bad, you know, just like he tells out these little random nods to other, uh, you know, pop culture things. That's always dope. Um, He's got a song on there called So Help Me God. Lyrically, I mean, I don't know if anybody's touching that track this year. Uh, 
just, I mean, pound for pound. I mean, he's just, he's killing it on there. I mean, so check out that song. Another thing I like about Fonte, obviously, um, hip hop has been around for a little bit now. Uh, he's kind of from that uh, late 90s, 2000s. So, I mean, he's, he's grown man grown, rap. He's grown, yeah, exactly. Grown man rap. Um, he's, you know, doing a lot of introspective bars in here. The subject matter is, is is more on that and about, you know, where his career is going. He's got a really cool song called Expensive Jeans uh, that's really all about health. And like his father, I believe, passed away a little while ago. But, um, you know, him having to go to the doctor and, and them asking about, you know, his weight and what are you eating and just that kind of stuff that as you grow up in age, these are the things that everybody has to has to deal with. Mm-hmm. But in hip hop, you know, that's those. I mean, for whatever reason, those are things that nobody wants to touch on. So, I mean, he did a cool song like that. Expensive jeans. Check that out. Um, and he's got, you know, some other songs about, you know, just family more stuff about his family deaths in the family um what he's teaching to his son how his son reflects to things that he teaches them and when he you know by the time he's going to actually agree with me he'll probably have a son and you know just kind of stuff that you don't think about in average uh, hip-hop records so fonte tigalo also is what he goes by check it out no news is good news really dope shit if you like hip-hop classic hip-hop he sings towards the end too so i mean if you're a fan of him for the r&b or for the singing he has that in there too as well but it really kicks off a lot of dope lyricism and uh shout out to fonte man coming back with the raps that's a it's a dope album it it was hard for me to leave it off uh because it it made a lot of lists right and it, it came highly recommended by a lot of people and you know um I enjoy it. I appreciate it. Right. Uh, it's just not something that I would come back to a lot for for whatever reason. But right. it's a uh, it's definitely grown man hip hop, and mm-hmm. there there needs to be more of that. Right. I think. Um, and the dude's with he's he's wise. Yeah. Like the whole album just feels like mm-hmm. it's a collection of just it, it it's real to the heart to the heart music. So right. yeah, it's a dope project grown for man, sure. Yeah, grown man stuff. 10 tracks, it's not too long. Yeah, yeah, he gets it in there, gets it out. And I mean, yeah, just I mean, there's not a lot of those records out there, man. The other album I got years back that kind of gave me that same vibe, uh just the mature stuff was Nas uh when he had I don't know, I forgot the name of it. Uh Life is Good. Hmm. Nas Life is Good right after him and Khalees kind of had the divorce thing and it just a lot of the subject matter on there as well was I mean from one of the dopest lyricists of all time just you know Nas breaking down what he's going through with divorce yep. and his his daughter and so a lot of those albums don't come out so shout out to Fonte for doing right. another grown man rap album right um let's see alright so uh this is uh our last two so or well I guess yeah so I'm gonna go with uh Kid See Ghosts. I'm gonna bring it up. We're, we're combined on this, so yeah. we can we can combine this one. Yeah, yeah. So Kid See Ghosts uh, came out in the good summer, wherever they called it. Right. Uh, rollout. It was this seven tracks too. Yeah. Yeah. Seven I'll tracks. Love it with seven. Kanye and Cuddy. Um, I didn't know what to expect from <laughs> Kid See Ghosts. The album right. cover came out before the album dropped, and that was dope. I was like, uh, you know, it, it, you know, Kanye's always on his high art type stuff. Um, right. Didn't know what to expect, but I was excited to hear Kid Cudi because I enjoy Kid Cudi. Um, he's had some, you know, low times with uh, Speed and Bullet to Heaven, right. his, 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 his rock album phase and all that stuff. Oh, man. It the, was awful. The but Anthony Fantano uh, review for that needle <laughs> drop was, that was a classic yeah. review. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him, fan of the show. Uh, 
but then uh what was it called passion pain and demon slaying yeah uh kid cuddy's latest like last project yeah. was pretty dope like it was yeah, it, it yeah, was a, yeah. it was a return to form mm-hmm. so i knew I, I had high hopes um it exceeded expectations um it's such a timely album kind of in the reverse of kod where kod was like you know here's the here's the problem right i think kids he ghosts is this kind of breakthrough type of album where kanye you know and kid cuddy they're 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 uh relating to each other on a lot of their mental health battles and they're kind of channeling all that into like this positive type of expression, which I think is is really dope. Right, uh, it's hard to do well without being like corny and all that. I would think, mm-hmm. um, but they they really nailed it. I think um, I'm pulling up the track list real quick just to see what what it's all about. Right. Um, well, yeah, like I said, it's on mine too, so I'll, we'll just keep going with it. Um, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I, I respect the hell out of Kid Cudi and kind of how he came in the game with you know just different subject matter mm-hmm. um from the jump and then obviously Kanye you know doing his thing but I mean he Kanye kind of brought him into the game and now they kind of went and did their own thing a little bit and it's kind of cool to see him come back and, and work so closely together and it's one of those where I guess I considered a hip-hop album but it's got so much more in there you know I just look at it as just the overall you know album yeah of the year candidate which I'm sure it'll be on a lot of lists for that um Experimental. That's one thing I got written down here. Yeah. Just you know, a lot it, of different sounds, unconventional structures too. Mm-hmm. Pushes boundaries in in, in yeah. different ways. Just like yeah, uh, yeah. the uh, what's her name? Golly, from uh, she's on. I feel free. Uh, oh right. Uh, uh, what is her name? Oh six oh. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Man. Really dope. Um, yeah, she's a great singer. She, I mean, she shoot. She showed out on. Shake. Shake seven oh shake yeah shake um she showed out on the yay album too you know like they had right. the free you know other version um or ghost town and i mean she showed out on that came back through on this and yet i mean again Kanye's good at finding kind of these up and comers and, and helping them get uh you know a brighter spotlight and a lot of yeah. the features on there she's um, actually got a great ep i don't know if you heard it yeah? it's called uh-uh. glitter it's pretty dope yeah, like check it out it's check pretty it dope out. but uh yeah i come back to this uh album and i mean it's just like reborn it's got that great hook to it and it's just a, a feeling good it's just a good feeling album when there's so much like you know just the trap shit everywhere right. uh you know so much of the same subject matter this is a breath of fresh air that i think the that you know it it, it stands on its own and um it's going to be one of uh, Kanye's greatest, uh, one one of his best contributions, right. I think. No, it's I, dope. I definitely agree, man. I mean, Reborn alone, I mean, that, you know, talking about songs of the year, I mean, that's that's got to mm-hmm. be up there, man. It's it's an amazing, amazing song. Um, other it, songs I like, go ahead. It, well, it's it's grown man hip-hop, too, in a way. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they touch on some, you know, real personal stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times just isn't. Isn't in there. Isn't no. out there. Yeah, and on that, um, you know, Cuddy Montage kind of has that as well. I mean, a lot of people love the Nirvana sample, but, uh, you know, just talking about the gun violence and everything in Chicago, I mean, that, you know, and I like just the way that song kind of uh, transcends, not transcends, what am I trying to say, uh, just translates over to the back end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a better word for that, but I, I lost me right at this point. But anyway, the way the back end of the, of the track just kind of changes from where it was at the beginning on that one, and then we already talked about Free, uh, you know, obviously dope. Again, Todd Dolla Sign, man, coming through, killing the tracks, man. He's he's dope on the features, so he really adds a lot to that song. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, 
Kissy Ghost. I mean, everybody's heard about it. Uh, and, and for me, this is the last one I put on my list um, to fit in there. I mean, I knew it was really good, but like I said, it's just do I, I didn't really consider it hip hop. I just kind of look at it as you know a great album of the year. Um, although you know there's there's plenty of rapping in there, but um, right. you know just going back and listening to it one more time, I was like, yeah, it, it's undeniable. You can't not put it. I can't not put it in because I'm gonna be listening to these songs for a while. So shout out to Kanye and Cuddy on it. It's dope. All right, what's your last? Uh, if I recall, I think we're comboing on this one again. Uh, oh, it's Jid? Yeah, Jid coming through with it. And I mean, actually, I I knew a little bit about Jid. I didn't follow him much. Um, just kind of when J. Cole shouts out his artist that he's got. So, But then I remember you made the post about the, the about it coming out, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was coming out or anything. So I'm like, all right, well, Aaron's talking about it. Let me check it out. And yeah, I mean, I was pretty much blown away, I guess. I mean, because I'd, I'd heard him. I think I'd heard him on a few other tracks, um, you know, before, but I, I really didn't get into him or know much about him so um you know and then i don't know i guess initially too which is weird i kind of had that i was like oh is he trying to do the logic thing i mean i knew there was a dicaprio one or whatever but i was like is this like the logic sinatra is this is is he doing that because of cover you know right so i was like i don't know about all that shit but um (laughs) so yeah but i mean i mean the kid the kid can spit i mean good lord I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I his, really... his first album's dope. Yeah. Um. Or what, what is it called? Uh. Uh. The the Never Story. Right. And when I first listened to it, I was like, okay, this is kind of Kendrick. You know, I yeah, mean, that, he's got the Kendrick. same tone. Right. He's a lyricist, a beast lyricist. Mm-hmm. But one once I started listening to him more and more, his flow like. You can compare him. You can react and say he's Kendrick. Right. He's like Kendrick. But then once you listen to him a little bit more, he's on his own kind of right. rail because right. the way uh, and uh, I like how Dead End Hip Hop. You watch them. Yeah. They do oh, yeah, reviews. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Dead End. Um, they talked about how never heard somebody rap like this to where he can flip his flows like within mm-hmm. a verse and you never really know he there's no traditional verse right. ever it right, seems like right. you're always on this kind of like what's he gonna like what's he saying reacting to what he's saying and then it's like a, a total flip the beat doesn't change but is the way the way he rhymes right uh it, it's totally different so yeah i remember on the, yeah the dead end they were you know that yeah they got to that part uh obviously old mike c town shout out to him but you yeah. know he's like i don't see how he's writing these right. songs you know and i'm like yeah i mean i agree i, I think i guess he gets the beats first because i don't i see, don't know yeah and, i don't and see how as you as a writer i'm like hey, i was listening to the lyric or i was reading i started reading the lyrics going back to him right and it's like it's really just like a wall of text right. in a way <laughs> the like genius it's, speed it's, is just there's there's no like real bar structure right he just flips it into wherever he needs it to go yeah it's so. a and this this album really did uh I was afraid it was going to be like too long or there's going to be some stuff that, you know, but right. you know, it's, it's, it's full of fire. Yeah. I mean, me coming in again, not knowing much about the guy, um, you know, the initial, initially you get that, like, ah, he's trying to be Kendrick, you know, kind of at first. But I mean, once you get past that, it's a little bit of Wayne in there too. Uh, well, I think a little, a little Wayne, but, um, you know, I mean, I mean, he's younger, so I'm sure, you know, likes mm-hmm. those guys and they gotta be you know influences obviously but I mean yeah he, he makes that style his own um, you know I I mean I hear there's a little bit of beef between TDE and him or he said something about hey I can we can compete with TDE but I mean I, I don't know if Kendrick can flip 
rhyme schemes as much as this guy. I mean, he can do some pretty. I mean, Hot they both, take. yeah, they they both can do some very you know interesting things. Um, I, but I am totally for them not doing a track for a long time oh, just I to see it. him. Just yeah, I, I doubt they will. I mean, I mean, overall, Kendrick might be able to make like bigger structured songs and ideas you yeah. know whatever but um yeah i mean just from the rhythmic standpoint alone you can just vibe to this guy you can go back in he's got a lot of dope punchlines, a lot of dope lyrics in there as well uh mm-hmm. production that kind of blew me away as well because yeah um you know he's young so he's got the trap sound on a lot of stuff but still a lot of dope samples um one of my favorite tracks on there is uh off the zoinkies with kind of the um it's kind of like a gospel sample throughout in there mm-hmm. and uh so yeah i mean it's still it still bangs you know but you know lyrically he's doing his thing and uh, I mean, he's an instrument on top of the lyrics too as long as well as the instrumentation of the beats so uh right really dope hotbox was dope too yeah him that, and joey badass yeah. and then method man was on there method man did his yep. thing and like talk about uh talk about like unique voices mm-hmm. like having JID, Method Man, then Joey like come off and in one track it was just it was it was dope. Right. I'm gonna go back to that again because as much as like I've been trying to prep for this, you know, podcast and like right. get like go wide as far as like, okay, am I missing anything? Because mm-hmm. there's so much music, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um I, I still need to dive into DiCaprio too and and kinda, you know, start listening to his lyrics a little bit more and and, and hear right. really what he's coming uh, talking about because you can break apart so many lines that he comes yeah, up with yeah i mean i think you know as far as what i go back to is just the vibe it will probably be like the vibe you know and, and now like i said it mm-hmm. came out lately so it's not one of those i've got to study a lot but i mean just the production the different rhyme schemes he does um you know that's just something i'm gonna want to vibe out to you know i don't right. i don't turn up as much as, as some of these other folks these days right. so but i mean i, I still if i want to get in that that zone this will probably be the album for me yeah uh westbrook i mean that's that's a really dope track uh, slick talk bro yes yeah, lick talk uh What's his, is it Ferg? Yeah, ASAP Ferg is on yeah. that Westbrook. Just that that hook to me is is really is really dope. What he did on that slick talk, yeah. Um, off these obviously with J Cole. It's so, the whole album, really. <laughs> yeah, pretty much I mean, the whole thing. I mean, it, like the first, I guess it's like six or seven. And, you know, and that's one thing I always gauge it by is like right. if I can roll through about how deep six, can I get in there? Yeah, yeah, before I'm like, all right, you know, like and I can go about the first six or seven of these, and you know, I don't need to skip anything. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was hella surprised, and I mean I think that's a little bit of it too. Is just I was like so damn surprised that it was this good, and I hadn't heard more about the guy. Or mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean I don't know if he really pushed like a single outside of the uh, J Cole, um, but you know, yeah, really surprised. Shout out to Jid, man. Hopefully he does some big things in the future. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's got a. I mean, he's setting up 2019 pretty well. We've covered the honorable mentions and the top five. Yep. Um, I think they're pretty strong top five. And, and then, yeah. you know, between the two of us. Um, let's see. There's plenty of uh, hip-hop to talk about. We can circle back to some of the, you know, the Kanye Twitter rant that oh, just that just happened last right. night.
couch and I'm checking Twitter before I go to bed and then I see Kanye rolling off like 35 tweets right. I'm like damn right, what's right. going on Oh man, it's crazy. But uh, we can talk more about that. Uh, or, yeah. Yandi might come out tomorrow. I don't know. It might be out yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, I assumed obviously with as many tweets as there were. I mean, just the one thing with Kanye is he he's always played the media game and stuff. So or he knows how to you know get everybody worked up. Oh and, yeah. But he's trying to follow it up with something. So I would assume some sort of music is going to come out or something. Um, you know, I, although he is there very uh, you know I don't know just off the cuff or. Buck Wild with it. I think he has a little bit of a method to the madness, just a little bit, not too much. Everybody, There's a don't, don't don't blow me up on that. He still, you know, goes off the cuff quite a bit, but uh, I think something's coming. And I mean, on that, real quick, I will say, you know, what I guess what kicked it off was the clearing the track, the Drake song. Yeah, and uh, you and know, I, I don't even remember that track. Oh, I do. That's all I'm gonna say, man. I mean. Uh, and obviously, as you see, no, we neither, neither one of us had any Drake on our on our list. You know, Drake is a great artist, but I mean, I think to me, this song was the song where I was like, because Drake was getting hype at this time. Like it was like, there's this new guy, Drake, he's coming up, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I just got like a compilation mixtape or something with all Drake shit on it. And I mean, that was the one track where I was like, man, this, I mean, this guy can, I mean, it's a great song. I'll give you know Drake his credit there, man. Lyrically, I mean, he he does his thing. That beat, you know, it's just a real heartfelt beat. And I mean, like the first line is like, "Why do I feel so alone?" You know, so just I mean, it's just right in that vein of where right. Drake was going as an artist, you For know. Sure. And and but that's when I remember when I was like, yeah, "This Drake guy, he's gonna he's gonna do some things." And I'm not saying I predicted it or something. He was already well on his way. But that's sure. when I just kind of like bought into it that like he was gonna be a pretty big artist. So. For Kanye to like hold it ransom and not clear it, I I kind of agree because I'm like, in my eyes, I'm like, that's one of Drake's best tracks, and he's trying to put it, he's trying to put that whole album on the streaming platforms, and I'm like, hey man, it was over your beat, like he says in the in the lyrics of that, like they told me this is yay shit, so you better kill, like you know, just the freestyle, like it's a yay beat, so I better be really good on my lyrics, so uh, I guess that's what kicked it off, but then it's it's Kanye, so he went on all sorts of crazy rants, and uh, you know, I don't know, we'll see where it ends, but. It's probably there's probably more up right now. Who knows? No joke, no joke. <laughs> yeah, it's just, oh man, keeping up with Kanye. Right, <laughs> that's yeah, a that's a whole. It's tricky. I think we're both pretty big Kanye fans oh, man. here. So Great. I, I mean, mean, my favorite artist. Yeah, unapologetically, all the way, all the way. Uh, so. You know, Ye didn't make my honorable mention like the album or mm-hmm. whatever, but it's still dope. Uh, you know, you it's two, it, al- two albums on both our lists. I mean, and um, there you go. I know but, we're, we're going to still do Grammys because I mean I know he's up for yeah, producer and that so so I think he should win that. Let's close it out with a uh, with with the Grammy pick. Um, I, don't, I don't got the list on my phone right now, but uh, you know I don't know. If, do you think the Grammys are actually worth anything anymore? I mean, at this point, it's you know it's a. A high five, a, a wink, an industry wink to you know, hey, you're playing the game and and you know you're respected enough to get into this category. Uh, I I don't buy into the people that get just fucking. Uh, pardon my language, if I can say that, I'm sure I can. But anyway, uh, they just get worked up every year now right. about it. Um, I don't know. I got to the point. I I used to be like that, like, oh man, they're robbing the best acts, and blah, 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 blah. you know. But it's all it's all a little bit of politics in there. They're getting a little bit yeah. better because people do get worked up. Yeah. Um, but you know, for me, it's it's always it's always kind of shady. You never know if anything's gonna work out. I mean, the best 
Grammy win for me ever was Outkast when they gave it to them for album of the year. I was very surprised, very happy. That's my favorite group of all time, Outkast. So I was surprised they got that. So I still check them out. I don't know. It's kind of like a, I don't know, a regular politics or sporting to me. It's like, yeah, you know, something might happen that I want. It might not, but I'm not going to get too worked up. But I'll have an opinion, you know, obviously. Right. Um, so best rap album, and there's other hip hop categories and stuff, but we'll just do this one. Best rap album nominees are Innovation, uh, Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. Mm-hmm. She had a hell of a year. Yep. Swimming, Mac Miller. Victory Lap, Nipsey Hussle. Daytona, Pusha T, and Astro World for Tra- Travis Scott. So, uh, which one do you, uh, we'll do a, we'll do a, which one do you want to win and which one will win? I will say though, this year, I, I don't know. They did a pretty good job. Usually, it's like I have they a did very, a, pretty good cl- job. A, a very clear like that, you know this should get it, but it ain't gonna get it. And this over here is gonna right. get it, right. you know. But all of these albums are, are pretty good. I mean, even even Cardi, I'm not saying it wasn't good, but I see why it's in there. I mean, production on that was good. She did her thing from yeah. a sales standpoint and a popularity standpoint, and mm-hmm. they definitely take all that into consideration with all the hype. Yeah, yeah, she delivered so, on that album. So yeah, and I mean, it wasn't. It was good. It was good. You know, which that's I. Didn't think that was going to happen, so <laughs> shout out to her. You know, she made a good album there. For sure. So, um, but I, I wouldn't say her. I mean, I was surprised Nipsey got in there. I was surprised at that, but uh, shout out to him for that. Right. If I go who should win, I would probably say Push. I would probably say Daytona if we're saying rap, as in rap album. I think they redid something on the categories where it's like you have to have at least 51% rapping or something for it to be in the for rap real? yeah because it because um people were pissed because post malone's not in there but they're like there's not 51 percent rapping so he's got to be in just the yeah. pop or album of the year category and i like that i would i would push it up a little bit i'd push it up about 70 75 maybe <laughs> right. you know if you're gonna call it rap album let's make sure that you know that's what they're doing the most of the way and i mean uh-huh. for that I'd, I'd probably say push um but what I would say will probably win. See, it's still tough. What I think is going to probably win. I have a real strong thinking that they might go with Mac because of, I mean, and it's unfortunate to say they would do it because he passed away and it could just be newsworthy. I think he's he's obviously very deserving of it, but I'm missing somebody. I think it's between Mac and what was the other? Uh, Travis Scott. Yeah, it's between those two, I think, for for where they'll go and I'll let, the, a lot of it comes to signif- yeah it comes to significance um I, I think it should be Mac I, I mean I, I think if we're wanting to reward somebody for what they did the music they created unfortunate that he's passed away and I mean sonically that's a great album too like yeah. we talked about it yeah, earlier yeah I, I skimmed it earlier today just to kind of check it out yeah and yeah man I mean to talk about I mean you can the production value is just so great, yeah. and you can, I mean, he's hes so, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just the narrative of it, like, mm-hmm. he's really just, it's his own, like, therapy in the whole yeah. thing, like, it's its really an incredible album, and it's, it'll it'll be, deba- if he wins, it'll be debated till the end of time, right. of, like, what is the influence of his death on that, right. you know, that win, if it, if, uh, if it happens, you know, so. but, uh, but yes, that's that being said, like I said, I'm kind of hedging my bets here. But I, I I don't know for some reason I feel like they might do Astro World just because he's the most popular, and you know again Grammys it's a little bit of a popularity contest. So 
Uh, I'd be disappointed if if it gets it. I'll understand why, but you know, again, it's who's playing the game the best right now. It's probably Travis Scott. I'm still surprised at how big he's gotten because I kind of always too, saw him really? as like a underground kind of different artist. You know, that can never get uh-huh. that main that main uh-huh. uh, attention. But I think he's got it. You know, however he got it, he got it. So uh, I think that. Uh, I'd like to see Mac get it, or I guess I'd like to. I'll put Mac and push in my who I want. Either one of those, I'll be happy. But I think Astro World might end up taking it. Yeah, um, I want Pusha to get it because it's a rap album. Yep, it goes back to the roots of like what hip hop's about. You know, pretty much. Um, I mean, it's a it's a classic album. I will I will say Daytona is a classic album, and I think I think Grammys do weigh the the cultural significance of albums too. Mm-hmm. So um, I think. I think that, that is a uh, that's definitely a factor. Um, Nipsey's in there. It makes sense to me that Nipsey's in there because of that kind of what I mentioned of it's a very traditional right. kind of like here Grammys here's the out you know right like, there's a lot of hands on deck probably exactly. pushing it and exactly you know, so Grammy uh, committee people it's a very you know so I think he probably played that political music industry game to get it in there you know right. what I mean right um, whatever that is I like I'm not gonna pretend like I know <laughs> but. Um, yeah, it would be awesome to see Matt get it just, you know, because of uh, his growth or what have you. Um, yeah, I, I could see Astro World getting it. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think it'll probably be Mac over Astro World just because right. of the um, – it's a little bit more instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not – at the, the subject matter has a little bit more to – True. Um, True. So he he hits that popularity card that that kind of um, subject matters a little bit more important, and I think they weigh that sometimes. Who's an overall but, album? I mean, I'm just kind of off. Like I like I said, I wish it was in there. It, I think no Swimming should be in there too. You, you know, like, like album of the year. Yeah, just overall album. But I don't know who was in that category. But um, yeah, like you said, I I don't know. I, I, I'm fine with Mac getting it. You know, I I, I don't know. I feel a little bit weary. Because of the passing, if it, you know, they're kind of just trying to play that card yeah, a little yeah. bit. And they too might much. not choose it just because of that. You right, know what I mean? Right. I, I don't know but, how they uh, how they do that. But, but I mean, it's it's a good album, so it's, it's deserving if, if they go that route. I mean, I don't know. It's the Grammys. I'll, like I said, it, I was, like I said, I think it's the <laughs> best group. So there's nobody yeah. I'd just be like, oh, hell no. Nah. You know, like right. if somebody wins it, I right. mean, even if Cardi comes to and gets it. Um, that would be awesome. You know, that'd be that'd be, <laughs> that'd be a lot of news. You know, if that's what they're looking for, they're looking for Twitter clicks. But um, right. so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Grammys, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We, we'll all be watching it and guaranteed somebody will be outraged <laughs> somewhere about something you're right awesome man well uh let's wrap this thing up yeah i uh, appreciate you kind of chopping uh chopping up with me man yeah man this, this is this is fun man good conversation uh, you know always it always i always kind of do it anyway in my head uh you right. know just going through what, what was the best or listening right watching the fan tenno list or you know just that kind of stuff so it was yeah. cool to kind of just come through and have a discussion about it right on yeah um if you want to be a part of the discussion on a regular basis, I'm going to be doing another podcast, uh, another hip hop podcast with uh, some local friends of mine. So if you want to be, if you're one of those, uh, get in the hip hop heads group. Yes, uh, dope group. I, I try to keep up to date with you know new releases, stuff that's on the radar, kind of culturally happening within the hip hop uh, sphere, and uh, I love talking about it. That's why I created the group. Mm-hmm. I like I mm-hmm. like chatting with people, get people's takes on new music and stuff. So hip hop heads. 
is the group. If you have trouble finding it, just hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever. All my handles are at Aaron Dunn Works, and uh, we'll we'll get you in there for sure. Um, thanks for listening to the Strong Com podcast. We're gonna fade out with another beat from Cicero. Check him out on uh, Spotify, Cicero yep. Mode on uh, SoundCloud, Instagram, yeah, everywhere and, else. In, yeah, Instagram to, to follow uh, all the socials and all that. Um, and you know, we'll we'll post this in the Hip Hop Heads group as well. I'll promote it and all that, so you'll, it'll be easy to link up to him. And then uh, if you're an artist, or if you're not, if you're just a local hip hop fan, you want to see some performances, some some, and and just participate. You know, in a in person, um, go to the foundation. What, what what's the regular rotation for those events? Uh, we probably do. We try to do about every other month. So I think our next one is going to be February fifteenth, the day after Valentine's Day. Dope. So, so do all your do all your Valentine's things, and then there'll be some hip hop clicks live here in Tyler, Texas, uh, on the fifteenth, February. So dope. So we'll have another episode too. Uh, prior to that, maybe we can right do on. some kind of promo or whatever. So that sounds good, man. Dope, man. Have a good one. All right. Peace out, y'all.